Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. start the show today with some major breaking news here on the podcast. It has been 24 hours and Jamie Eisner has not placed a single bet on an NFL draft prop that I know of within the last 24 hours. Oh, that's hours. not true. Of course. Well, that's not true at all. So what, what is it? What, 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 what do we do in the last 24 hours? Okay, so what did I do? Let me pull up my handy dandy notes app here. That thing's got to be almost, um, you could probably send that in as a, as a college essay. That's how many words are probably down there at pro- some point. Probably at this point. Yeah, that's a very lengthy. Show you. That's a very lengthy list. Um, I put a couple of bets in actually. Uh, I threw, I got one, two, three different bets that I, that I put in since are the they, last time we recorded. Are, this are podcast. they about things that we've already talked about on the show, or are they more galaxy brain uh, ideas? A little bit of both, I think. Um, so uh, one of them was I threw another ten dollar bet on the Bucks to take a QB with their first pick. Uh, to win 75. Okay. So I, I threw that. I went on there. Uh, I had a $25 free bet. Uh, they did a, uh, you know, uh, deposit and we'll match up to 25 bucks type of thing. Right. If you, so I threw if that. If you bet 50 grand with, with us, we'll give you multiple free bets. And so that's what you, you had those free No, this bets was literally just put in another 25 away. bucks and we'll give you. No, this was literally just put in another 25 bucks and we'll give you 25. Uh, and, and so I wanted to do that one on a, on a longer shot. So I put that one on the Falcons to draft Will Levis. Just out of just for funsies, he's had he's meeting with them a second time. Uh, that'd win me. That free bet would win me a, a buck twenty-five, uh, hundred twenty-five dollars. And then the other one that I'm not sure if I fully believe, but part of me just wants to. If it happens, I just kind of want to get a W. Uh, I put uh, a small bet on seven to one of Tyree Wilson being the first defensive player taken. Uh, so you just, those you are just the, get bored. You just get bored. That one was more day. just getting bored. Yeah. You just get bored and you just add things to the list. Um, not a ton in terms of news. That's why I wanted to start the show with a bit of an update on where Jamie stood yeah. uh, with all of his bets. Um, we are starting to get more of a national narrative on the idea that the Houston Texans might not take a quarterback at number two. You mentioned to me in the pre-show that that's now been uh, echoed by Adam Schefter, that it, it's not a, uh, a certainty that a quarterback will be taken number two. And I think everybody else is getting to a place that I know I've been for a very long time, that it's not a foregone conclusion and that it's probably not uh, the likeliest option for the Houston Texans if we are to believe that Bryce Young would be their guy because certainly feels as if the tides are telling us that he's not going to be there um, by the time they pick at number two. And I don't think they're going to have multiple quarterbacks uh, grouped together. So pun, Chris, it, I, I, I knew you were going to say tides. something about the pun. I didn't really mean it. for. I don't, I don't want to miss anything today because I missed fair. a joke on the last show and I got lambasted. For I, it, um, so I, I wanted to make sure I wasn't. Didn't want to go over my head no. or didn't railroad you on a joke. No, this time. I, it was so not. It was not intended to be a pun. But thank you listening. for thank you for pointing out that it was one. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this is where a lot of us are. I know it's where I'm at. Where I don't think a quarterback is the, is the pick at number two. So when I do my final predictive mock draft, it will not have a quarterback at number two. It'll be Bryce one, and then it'll probably be Will Anderson two, and then the draft will start at three, and the Cardinals are probably going to complicate things uh, for me there. Yeah, and you know, like. 
it's this pick has been interesting because again, I got to give you credit. You've been pounding the table on this. Houston shouldn't take a quarterback at two since January. It's been, it's been a very it's been a long like campaign. It, yes, it's been a long campaign, and like I said, and I know we've teased on different shows at this point, but I everything I had heard going back to Senior Bowl, going back to Indianapolis, was that if there was a quarterback the Texans loved, they were locked in on Bryce. And not knowing who was going to pick one, you know, at, the, at that time the Bears were still at one, and we didn't know who was going to trade up. And uh, you know, are they trading up? People are they going to trade up for Bryce? Is Houston going to trade up one spot? Remember that conversation? And right. there's already no happened uh, via Sports Illustrated that Ryan Poles had conversations with Houston about moving up. Um, quite frankly, I wouldn't rule out them still maybe doing that. Nothing is preventing them from doing the same thing and trying to move back up now with Carolina there. I don't know that they're going to. Uh, there's a lot of conversation to be had about should they have paid the price for the Bears earlier. Obviously, there'll be even more conversation about winning the last game of the year uh, and where that put them uh, in the pecking order of the draft. But uh, I would not rule out them passing on it, but I still believe. And, and if I'm Houston, if I'm not taking a quarterback at two, I'm trading that pick because to me, if if I have decided I'm not taking a quarterback and I make a pick of any kind at two, I think that is a bad situation for the Houston Texans. Somebody's going to want Stroud. Somebody's going to want Richardson. Somebody might want Levis. And people are going to want to hop Indianapolis. They might want to hop Detroit and Seattle. If a trade for number three happens before the draft, they might want to hop that team too. Like, If I'm the Texans, I want as many picks as possible, particularly in the next two drafts. I move out of that spot. I still pick at 12. I'm still going to pick somewhere else in the first round for whomever I trade back with. Maybe it's 11 and 12. You know, maybe it's 7 and 12. 12 and talk to the Raiders. 7 and 12 or 12 and 23 or the Viking or whatever it might be. I'm going to have multiple first round picks this year. I'm going to have multiple. I'm going to have maybe three first round picks. You've already got two. Following year. Already got two. And I'm going to have at least two picks the year after that. Like, that's what I'm doing. Like, I like Will Anderson Jr. a lot. I think he's great. But I don't think he's a generational talent. I don't think he's a talent that you pass up on the plethora of picks, particularly in what we expect to be stronger classes down the road, if you're not taking somebody that is you're convinced is the quarterback of your future. Uh, I agree. I agree. You know how I feel about this. Um, I think they are in the, the best situation for them would be to trade the pick, um, not take a quarterback, continue to pick twice in the first round, add more picks to next year, and give yourself all of the ammunition in the world. And again, I think when we look at it from from the perspective of everybody, the, the counter that people have, have brought to me is, well, Chris, there's no guarantee that they'll be picking as high as two next year. And I would ask them to look at the way the Texans roster is right now, look at the other teams that could potentially pick inside the top 10 next year, and yes, barring a collapse from a specific team, most of them are either going to take a quarterback in this year's class or they're a team like the Bears that have already made the pick at quarterback. So I think there's a very good chance that Houston is right back in the driver's seat next year to be able to move up. Even if they're not. Even if they're, they have, let's say they have a lion season. Let's go nuts. All a right. lion season. The, if they win yeah. five games, they're going to be picking like seventh. But, but Chris, let's go nuts. Let's say they have a lion season. They're picking 18th. And the Browns are maybe picking in the teens too. And now you also have Tennessee's pick or the Raiders pick or somebody else's pick. 
that's going to be enough to move up. Right. Like, if you're trading three top 20 picks, you can move up. Right. Like, that's the reality of the situation. So, sure, it will make things easier if they're moving from two to one, three to one, four to one, et cetera. But, and, and again, you can never bank on having the number one pick. But with that much capital, and especially with multiple years in the future's worth of capital, the, if, if they want to move up to one, and the team at one isn't like, oh, yeah, we're, 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 we're not going to listen to any offers, or two, you know, depending on how you feel about May versus Williams versus all the other quarterbacks coming out, they'll have the ammunition to do it. You don't pass on a quarterback this year to do that if you believe in a quarterback this year. But if the quarterback you believe in isn't, isn't there. there for you to take, the world then you is move back because it doesn't matter. The world is your oyster at that point. Um, yeah, agreed 100% in that regard. And so we'll keep an eye on that. That's probably the biggest storyline from an NFL draft perspective. The odds are relatively unchanged in the last 24 hours. No real big news uh, that we think is going to impact any of this. So uh, that's kind of really uh, what we have in that regard. Let's jump in, Jamie, to the AFC North, and we get to do the, the fun part. Uh, I already did the, the research ahead of time. Uh, oh, wow. And wrote, prepared for and this. Wrote, yeah, I tried to be. And I wrote down uh, all of the team totals ahead of time. We start with the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, okay. Well, this one, I am. This one's tough because we obviously have the quarterback situation. This is me guessing, right, Chris? I'm, uh, this is me guessing what they listed. Yes, at. this is what you're you're guessing. You're guessing. Nine. Yeah, you're close. Eight and a half. Eight and a half is where they have they have Baltimore okay. uh, currently situated. So, uh, pretty close. And okay. and, I, and again, I think that's that has priced in the chaos of the quarterback, right? I think that's kind of mostly baked into that number. Uh, Cincinnati. Uh, 11 and a half. It's exactly the number. 11 and a half. This one I knew. Cincinnati Bengals. This, oh, this, this, one, this, okay. this one I knew. We'll so see if you agree I, with I it after take... after hearing the schedule. Uh, the Cleveland Browns. Not, but yes, this one I knew in advance. The Cleveland Browns. Uh, I feel like the books are going to be higher on Cleveland than me. I'm going to say eight and a half. Nine for Cleveland. Nine for Cleveland. And the Pittsburgh Steelers. They hate them. I'm going to say seven and a half. Eight and a half for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And again, all really? these odds courtesy okay. of our friends over at okay. Online. So That's... we start. Uh, they we... like this division a lot. They do. They do. And we'll, we'll see how it ultimately uh, plays out here. We start with the Cincinnati Bengals since they have the most wins on the schedule. We work from there. Eleven and a half. Here is the road schedule for the Cincinnati Bengals in 2023. The road schedule at Pittsburgh, at Arizona, at Baltimore, at Cleveland, at Jacksonville, at San Francisco, at Tennessee, at Kansas City. Okay, some, some wins Tough, in there, but not, but but I think I think a winning record is very 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 reasonable. Well, they own Kansas City, so they'll beat them. Other yeah, than, like I mean, I, th- I I get to like six. I feel pretty pretty decent about a six and two. Tennessee, they'll win. I think they'll beat Jacksonville. Uh, they'll beat Arizona. That's three. I think they'll beat. They win two at least two divisional games. I can get the five pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. I feel good about that. Here's the home schedule for the Cincinnati Bengals. Baltimore, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Houston, Indy, the Rams, the Seahawks, the Bills, and the Vikings. Man, I mean, at worst, I see 13. Yeah, I mean, Houston, I'm going to give them Houston and Indy. I'm going to give them the Rams. Oh, very generous of you. I'm going to give them Seattle. So that's four. That gets them to nine. Um, I think they beat Minnesota at home. That's 10. 
Yeah, I mean, they, and I, mean, I didn't, I didn't touch, I didn't touch the divisional games. You say they say they win two of those. That's twelve. Yeah, I, I feel pretty good about. Yeah, this I mean, I, I feel. I mean, again, I'm not going to bet a total this high because no, no of neither would I. That could happen if, if you know, there's injuries or whatever. But this is reasonable. Like this is this. I, I mean, a 13 and four year is very much uh, would be my prediction. Actually, we'll go through it in roster. Was it roster predictor, roster resource, whatever it's called? No, roster resource is the uh, the baseball Excuse one. Excuse you, it's playoff our, predictor. It is the second Sorry. favorite website over here. TDN. TDN Sorry, it's, it's also baseball. Playoffpredictors.com, overthecap.com three. And then if you're a baseball That's fan, true. yes, you can use roster resource. Over roster fan resource. I, I, yes, I, go ahead. Yes, yes. I know Fangrass bought them. But, uh, uh, we, yeah, we, all right, so I, I'm with this, 13 and four. We move on to the Cleveland Browns. The jungle. They are at nine wins. So we have to find 10, but you can push with nine. Here is the okay. road schedule for the Cleveland Browns. At Pittsburgh, at Cincinnati, at Baltimore, at Houston, at Indy, at the Rams, at the Seahawks, at the Broncos, but it that is listed as site city to be determined. So does that is that a is that an international game? That feels very uh, it might weird. Might be. Yeah. Wait, hold on. I'm gonna look this up because that that, that Browns, every other game Broncos. we've looked at has had the home stadium uh, for Cleveland. This one just says site city to be determined. I don't know why. But it does. That's very weird. So you are producing the show here, and you are now currently researching whether or not I am, actually. and like nobody seems to. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know why, but that's what it says. So it's technically a road game. What do they know? I'm here to say it's certainly not going to be played in Cincinnati, right, or in Cleveland. It's going to be played someplace else. So it's a road game. Just where it is, it, it is up in the air. But that being said. I like one. I'm doing some quick math. Two, three, four. Five? Four or five? Hold on. I'm still watching. I'm still. You're still doing. You're still. I'm still doing, yeah, uh, yeah. You're still researching. Okay. Have you, have you. So. You've completely. Right, so it says Denver will face the Browns at home. All right, so, so, then, so then it's in. So then it's in Denver. It was a road game, regardless. Yeah. It just I just noticed that it didn't say uh, a specific Weird. place. Okay. Um, yeah, I got like three wins. Three. Three or four. I kind of zoned out the second. If there right. was one after the game to there, be determined, there I think wasn't. I zoned out. There wasn't, but I think they can beat Houston and Indy. Yeah, Houston, Indy. I think they can. I mean, I think Denver's winnable. I think that's a fifty-fifty. Right. Seattle's winnable. It's winnable, but I, I'd say they get one of those two. Okay, and then give and them three. Give them one. Give them one game against against the division. Sure, that gets you to four. That's what four and four. So here's their home schedule: Baltimore, Cincinnati, yeah. Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, Tennessee, the Cardinals, the 49ers, the Jets, and the Bears. <sighs> I like them against the Bears. Yeah, I, some, I like them against Tennessee. I get, get some to nine. I like them to Arizona. That's three. That gets them to seven. And take two or three in the division. And take two or three in the division. You get to nine. Nine. It's a pu- it's a push. So stay away. It's a push, but it's not a good push. I'm staying away from this one. Yeah, I, I but it's I don't even have a lean. I would. Like, I don't even have under. like a lean under, lean over. I would like, lean. I under. also have. Here's why. Can I tell you why I'd lean under? Sure. I was so 
put off by the way Deshaun Watson played when he came back. He did. He yeah, looked. He was. He was objectively awful. bad. Like he was objectively bad. not not like shaking off rust bad. Like just a, yeah. being a bad quarterback. And so to me, you take that as the lasting image that you have of him with the Browns. Compare it to I don't know if they're much much improved as a team right now. I know the division's up in the air, but Cincinnati is going to be tough for both of those games. I think Pittsburgh with Mike Tomlin's always going to be competitive. So to me, it's nine. It's a lean under. I just I don't like it. I would stay away from this one. Yeah, and I, and I think that's the wild card too. With the way I look at this, um, it's just that I don't know what version of Deshaun Watson we're going to get. Like I and am I and I don't feel good about betting on a version of Deshaun Watson at this point. Right. Oh, the Baltimore Ravens at eight and a half, and good luck trying to handicap this, not knowing what their quarterback situation is going to be, but we'll try. Yeah. Let's do it this way. Hold on. Let's do it this way. We'll do a run-through with Lamar as the quarterback, okay? Let's do a run-through and assume Lamar's the quarterback. At Pittsburgh, at Cincinnati, at Arizona. Well, that's but, but, oh, okay. So at Cincinnati, at Pittsburgh, at Arizona. Okay. At Cleveland, at Jacksonville. Okay. At, at the 49ers, at the Titans, at the Chargers. Okay. Four and four. Uh, you would think they're going to beat Tennessee. I think they're going to. They can beat Arizona. You give them one divisional game, and then you say they can potentially beat the Jags, 49ers or Chargers. You give them one of those three. Yeah, it gets you to four. I think that's. I think that's probably a little generous, but okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. Their home schedule: Cincinnati, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Houston, Indy. The Rams, the Seahawks, the Dolphins, and the Lions. That that's where this helps them. Well, they're not gonna. I don't think they beat the Dolphins or the Lions. No, but I think I think this is a ten-win team with Lamar. Because they can beat Houston and Indy, they can win two two division games at home. They can beat Cleveland and yeah. Pittsburgh at home. That's four. And, and they could beat the Rams about what, at home. That's Seattle, five. Detroit are, are yeah. both winnable. Yeah, like, the Rams is definitely winnable. winnable. Yeah. All like, right. I, I don't love it. Yeah. But but okay. So and if we took Lamar into the equation, okay. run through the schedule again. So we got okay. to ten with Lamar. Okay. Let's at, just run through the top. Okay. At, just from road ones. Again. At Pittsburgh, at Cincinnati, at Arizona, at Cleveland, okay. at Jacksonville, at San Francisco, at Tennessee, at the Chargers. Okay, and, we, and now do the home schedule. We would assume that th- this is Tyler Huntley starting. Um, I would assume it's Tyler Huntley or the equivalent. Okay, like I, I, okay. I mean, if if they traded for, I, I don't know, but like if if they had some like weird like if, superstar comes in or something, if then Teddy we, Bridgewater is, was their quarterback, right? Like, yeah, that's, if it's Bridgewater, okay. yeah. if it's Brissett, if sure. it's if it's Huntley, if it's uh, Kyle Trask, if it's Jared Hall, like it's somebody in that category. Okay. Yes. I think you're being a little disrespectful to Tyler Huntley, but fair enough. Uh, the home schedule. You just, you love Tyler Huntley way more than you should. I, I do. I love Tyler Huntley a lot. Uh, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Houston, Indianapolis, the Rams, the Seahawks, and the Dolphins and the Lions. That's the home okay, schedule. Okay. So, so <laughs> this is why Vegas gets what they have. I get, I got six wins. So six. Six with six without Lamar, ten with Lamar. You just split the difference, and you say eight and a half, and you call yeah, it. Yeah, that's what they did. That's what that's what they did. They did it very good. They very did well. Just that. Very right. well played, Vegas. Very well played. 
Um, all right, Pittsburgh is the last team that we have to do here. And then we have one take from Takes on Takes that I think will be a very fun conversation because, Jamie, you and I have not discussed this since this news I came have out. not looked – Yes, and I have also not looked in the Takes on Takes channel today, so uh, I'm, I'm going to be flying blind to this. Here is the road schedule for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. At Cincinnati, at Baltimore, at Cleveland, at Houston, at Indy, at the Rams, at Seattle. There's a game that okay. I'm missing in here. Hold on. One At, at the Raiders. Seven. At the Raiders. Okay. Did I say that? No, I don't believe so. I only count seven home games or seven road games. Uh, let's see. I have to do my own research here again. At Cincinnati, at Baltimore, at Cleveland is three. At Houston, at Indy, at the Rams, at the Seahawks, at the Raiders. It's eight. I can't count. Okay, cool. Good talk. It's, it's eight. I can't do math. Um, so those are your four. Okay. I, I, we're, I mean, what? Three? If I felt really generous, I would say four. But three or four feels about right like, there. At, like Raiders, Texans, Colts, you feel good about being able to go in there and win? And then if you want to be generous, you say they can go into one of the three home, one of the three division games and win? Yeah. To get to four? All right. That's the, that's the road schedule. Here's the home schedule. Baltimore, Cincinnati, Cleveland. Jacksonville, Tennessee, Arizona, San Francisco. The Patriots okay. and the Packers. Yeah, I, I got him at eight and nine. Okay, well, eight and a half's the number, so another another one right on the nose there for from our good friends. I know nobody wants Vegas. to bet against the streak, right? Like this is this. Well, is and that's the why the number is where it is, right? Like, I just yeah, this this is I, they, this is the equivalent of the Undertaker streak, right? But and, for, and, for, for and, football, right? And now. Mike Tomlin doesn't like he always finds a way. He does, but it's not a work. So some people believe the NFL is scripted, though. So. I, I, I have seen the TikToks. They might they might think this is part of the work. But hold on, let's see. Can I find nine games in which I think the yes the Pittsburgh you absolutely Steelers can, will be favored? You can oh favored. Right. Okay, that's a whole different question. Right, not, so let, let's, can I find nine just, games in which they're favored? Okay, I let's find out. So go go through this again. Just go through, go through the road games because okay. there's going to be the least amount of ones that okay. they're favored. At Cincinnati, not a chance. No. At Baltimore, probably not. No. At Cleveland? Oh well, okay, maybe, but no. My my, my guess is that would be that would be a pick'em without Lamar. But and it will be like two or three with Lamar. No, I I think it's probably closer to four with Lamar. Okay, at Cleveland they could be favored. They probably won't be though. If it's early enough in the year. And, and Deshaun's no, it's not actually playing, probably though? better if it's early enough in the year because people will still are still thinking Deshaun Watson's not bad. Right, and that'll be he's a still good will price. not proven us right yet. And it'll be, so that'll be a good number for. The, I think that's that's Cleveland minus one or one and a half. Okay, right? I, I can't see Pittsburgh being favored. I there. think they're favored at Houston. Yes, they will be. That's I think one. they're favored at Indy. Yes, they're not favored in LA against the Rams. They probably should be, but they won't. They won't You're be correct. They will not be favored against Seattle, and I don't think they should be. No. They might be favored at the Raiders in Vegas. They might be. Probably not, but they might be. That's that's close. So two? We have two games? Two. Two that yeah. we that we felt really good about. Okay, here's the home schedule. Two, and maybe we could stretch a third sure. from but one of them. Let's just but, say two. Okay. Let's so that's say two, two on the road. Baltimore at home? They'll be favored. No. Oh, you know sorry. What? Yes. Sorry. Baltimore at home. So yes, yes, yes. Cincinnati at home? No. No. Cleveland at home? Yes. Yes. 
Jacksonville at home? I think so. No. I no no no. So no. I I think I think they're gonna they're gonna make Jacksonville prove it again, and the numbers are gonna be a little weird depending on when, when in the schedule this game gets played. They could be like one point favorites at home. No, not gonna happen. All right, Tennessee. Yeah, it'll be favorable. So that's Tennessee. three. We found three home games. That's five in total. Arizona at home, absolutely. Yeah. San Francisco at home. I don't care where you nope. play the game. It's not going to matter. New England? At home, yeah, they'll be favored. Green Bay? Yeah. That's seven. So that's so there's six at home. Oh, sorry. That's that eight. Us, that's six that's at home, two eight. on the road. That's eight. And then... That's eight, and then we have three games where you and I are kind of like, well, yeah. one of them were on opposite sides, and two others were like, maybe. So, yeah, you could find nine. I could get like, there. It, it, that, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think they're they're not a bad team. It's not like, oh, this team's gonna suck. It's just, you know, there's an artificial ceiling on it, right? Like, there's a we only think this yeah, team like, can go so far. Yeah, like could they go nine and eight again? Yeah, of course they could. Could they go seven but, and ten? Yeah, probably. Sure. Likely. But. I don't know. Uh, that's it. I think all four of these <sighs> are stayaways. I think we've gone through another division, and I don't like any of these. I know. It sucks. Well, we like Cincinnati, but we're just never betting a total that high. Yeah, 11 and a half is asking a whole lot. You're asking for all... I, I hope everyone understands what I'm saying when I say this. You're asking for perfection, right? And I know that they can still lose games and you can get there, but you're basically asking to win every game they're supposed to win in order to reach that number. In my opinion, you got to get to twelve. You're not giving yourself a big margin for error there. Yeah, it really not. But if again, if there's one of those ones where, like, if you had to bet somebody in the division, blah blah blah, that would be the one. Potentially the under on Cleveland. Yeah, I I think we're going to have some interesting ones coming up because we've talked about a lot of really good teams so far, and we have a lot of teams in that like middle class range. Oh, we're going to have two teams in the AFC South whose whose totals we like. We're going to have, yeah, as I was gonna say, we're going to have some, we, we need some of the lower numbers here to either be like not low enough, which right. is, I feel like sometimes like the worst teams in the league, they like, they're never, the worst team in the league is never going to be like six and 11. Like, so there's going to be value there. If you think a team is really going to bottom out because they all, I think the lowest win total is five and a half right now or five. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll see. It's going to be interesting. Uh, the one take that we have for today's show, and it's a topic of conversation that we have not gotten to here yet uh, between you and I. I don't think we've discussed it at all, but this take from Alex. Take YouTube TV lost a lot of potential buyers after announcing the Sunday ticket pricing. And we Ooh, okay. have not I'm, discussed I'm, the what I have thoughts on this, actually. So do I. So do I. Um, as somebody that I, I, I have not personally um, purchased the Sunday ticket Dell NFL before. Uh, but I've had family members who have. This is not inconsistent with the prices that have been charged for many years by DirecTV. I know some people have had promo packages or they've been longtime customers, et cetera, et cetera, and you know, had different prices. But this is pretty consistent. Um, that's 300 ish dollars, and I know it's not exactly 300. it's it's, you know, depending on if you do it early or if you do it late, if you bundle it with the red zone package, whatever, all the other stuff, I'm not going to give them free promotion. They didn't pay me. So <laughs> you can go look it up. But this is not inconsistent. I think that most people that have been complaining have been those that have never purchased or never had the opportunity to purchase Sunday ticket and are realizing for the first time, quite frankly, how big of a ripoff it is. <laughs> um, so uh, that's my take on it. Um I understand if you're somebody that lives out of market and you only want to watch your team, I feel like that 
is a antiquated uh how should I say antiquated product market in my opinion uh, i don't think that is that area is growing i think that area is shrinking in potential customers every single year i don't think that's how most people consume football and i don't think it's how most people under probably 50 maybe even under 60 consume football anymore but it's not inconsistent with the prices that have been charged and there is a reason why Google has paid so much money to get the rights to Sunday tickets because they weren't going to charge you 10 bucks a month for it. So uh, agreed with a lot of that. Um, I saw the prices and like you didn't have a visceral reaction. That's what I've heard that the prices have been in the past for somebody who wants it as a standalone product um, through direct TV. I will tell you that there's a benefit as somebody who is a subscriber to YouTube TV. Like, I don't have cable. I use YouTube TV, and so there's a benefit for me as a YouTube TV subscriber. Here's the other thing I will add, Jamie, right? it It's what I think – I'll do the free promotion. I think it's $249 if you sign up early, and then it's an additional $50 if you want to add Red Zone. So it would be $299 in total. For me, yeah. I add the sports package to YouTube TV to get Red Zone – throughout the season and it's an additional 10 bucks a month. So I'm already paying that $50 if I would just do nothing. So for me, it's a case of, I'm basically just paying the $50 up front, and I'm paying 249 to be able to watch Jets games without trying to do it through other various means, right? That That's kind of the, the way that I look at it. But I will say Correct. that there is, there is a, a conversation to be had of people paying all this money for a product that lags behind TV. I mean, I saw a, ch a chart. Wow. A chart got thrown into the takes on takes chat that was talking about this. YouTube TV in the Super Bowl was 54 seconds behind real time. Yes, that's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah. It, so this actually brings up a, a larger issue and one I, I I am passionate about in a sense, and is actually very should be very passionate. Or excuse me, you should be very passionate about it if you are a gambler. And the next evolution and. Once the NFL slash other sports leagues to be determined, they they need to weigh the pros and cons of this because it's there's only pros for consumers, but we know that's not how the the leagues operate. There's a lot of things that they they consider. The future and the next real money maker, and, and you know they talk about, and I, I know it's going to be a little circular here, so stay with me. I'm a little spacey today, so just bear with me on on this this rant. But this, this kind of circle. Yes. Okay. I throw I, it in a circle. I yes. drew a circle for for those of you listening. He, he to did. This, show. this is the one show we're not doing on camera, so we have all our <laughs> camera bit. Um, if you if you followed the TV market and and you followed ratings, whether it's for sports, whether it's for entertainment, whether it's for pro wrestling, whether it's for whatever whatever reason you might follow ratings or advertisements and no key demos and all that other fun stuff. It all comes down to this is what are advertisers willing to pay for? And one of the few things that people are still willing to pay a hefty, hefty, hefty people, uh, I say people, I mean advertisers, hefty, hefty premium for is live sports because it is the last bastion of appointment viewing television mm -hmm. in a world with social media, in a world with all these different streaming services, in a world where, quite frankly, a lot of us prefer to binge. And some people will even sit on a new episode of a show for six, eight, ten weeks so they could binge an entire season at the same time. In that era, there is very few appointment 
caliber television and capturing a captive audience for your product at a large number in key demographics is the holy grail. And that is why sports is still king. That is why Super Bowl commercials go for $110 billion. That is why this happens. The next evolution in that is tapping into the gambling space. And I know the initial reaction from a lot of people is, oh, okay, is, oh, we'll put lines on on in the in the Chiron. We'll talk about gambling. We'll have a gambling sub, you know, like a a Manning cast, but for gambling. Those are all positive things, and those are great. Those are nice little add-ons. Those are those are, you know, the the toppings on top of the cake. The real money is going to be in-game live betting. That is the next market that they that. They, being the sports world and books, really need to tackle if they want to get a real big moneymaker. And the only way that they're going to be able to fully capture in-play live betting, and what I mean by that is not just I'm betting on the money line. I'm talking what happens this next play? What happens this next at-bat? You know, what happens this next shift? That sort of a thing is the next evolution to be a big moneymaker in the betting space. But the only way you can do this with any sort of level of consumer confidence that you're not going to screw them over is a latent free broadcast. Mm -hmm. is, what I mean by that is there's no not, – we're not even just talking about the streaming delays. These are streaming delays on top of the normal delay like the quote-unquote cable delay – now sits anywhere between six and ten seconds uh, from live, and that was for a number of different reasons. There, there, uh, whether it's for language, whether it's to monitor what's going on. There, there's a, there's a myriad reasons why that exists. But the chart that you're bringing up, Chris, had anything from thirty five to what fifty eight seconds. I'll tell you, NFL Plus was sixty point seven seconds. Fubo TV was seventy six point seven three seconds. YouTube TV, as mentioned, fifty four point one four. Hulu sixty nine point oh nine. Direct TV stream fifty seven point one three. Fox Sports twenty three point six seven. So the best case scenario was almost a half a minute behind real time. That's yes. in this new era and age of wanting to gobble up the gambling dollars. I, that's going to be unacceptable, right? That's just Correct. not going to work. So th that is the bigger thing that I think is going to be in conversations. And look, the, the something that the leagues and the sports books are going to have to come together on and see the money-making opportunity that is there. Because if you're going to expand in play betting and you're going to expand it in the sense of like – and there's by the way, there's a market for it. You look at how many people want those – I'll call them micro bets, but like the – Instant gratification bets. If, you, if you're a baseball fan and you're a gambler, take a shot every time you hear the word nerfy. And that, for those who don't know what that is, that it's a no-run first inning. And you can bet on whether or not a run is scored in the first inning of a ball game or not. If you've been on TikTok or gambling TikTok in the last week, you will realize that, and again, I'm going to use another baseball example here because baseball's in season right now. How many people are betting on player X to either strike out or get a hit or get a walk in their first at bat. Imagine if you could do that every single time. Mm -hmm. There's a market for it. There's a market for that every time somebody comes up to bat. There's a market for not just how will this drive end in football, how will this play end? And it's done in tennis, it's done in golf, and it can be done in these other sports, and it can be done at a high level and be a monster, monster moneymaker. But you can't have it with the... It's impossible 
literally impossible with that sort of stream delay. Can't happen. Right. And and it's also the tech for these individual companies, right? Like it's not the NFL's fault that Fubo TV's got a, lo- a longer delay than than uh, YouTube TV or whatever the case may be, right? These companies have to get better too if they want to be able to offer this and be the preferred destination for people in our generation that want to consume their TV through those means. Yeah, and I think that's why the league is going to have to do it. And it's not because I don't think the network's going to have the technology. It's that they have other regulations and other things. That, no, no, no. The league needs – the leagues need to do this. The technology the, – the books – and the behind-the-scenes algorithms get it. Now, it's not video feed, but they get instant feeds. If you've ever had a chance, if you're ever on uh, an international book, let's just call it that. Okay. And you might notice you could, there's there are an area where not, you can watch, but you're not really watching. You're kind of watching like dots on a screen or whatnot. Ever go, go once in a while, see how quickly things update in there for that mm-hmm. sports book relative to what you see on whether it's a stream, whether it's cable – or heck, even sitting there live. See how long a difference between your eyes and what shows up on, on, on that screen there. So the technology to get that information is there. Yeah. And, and There's we'll, got to be a desire to get that information to consumers. And we'll see. There's a new TV deal coming up that will probably give us, you know, in a, what, a couple years now, four years down the road is when the TV yeah. contracts come up. So we'll see because I'm sure that will be at the uh, at the center of whatever those TV negotiations uh, look like we are taking a break uh, on the uh, win totals for teams tomorrow. We dive into whatever the latest news is that impacts the NFL draft that's coming up in just uh, two short weeks uh, from today. Uh, but we have the first wide receiver to come off the board. That is how we're going to close out the week. Jamie's going to go through all of the odds where they currently sit, and then we will discuss and debate who we think that first receiver off the board uh, is going to be and how many receivers in total will go off the board. We'll do a whole conversation about the wide receiver position tomorrow on the show. Uh, do a favor rate review subscribe to the podcast wherever you find your podcast we would greatly appreciate it uh, if you want to send in a take for the show do so you can tweet at me at chris schubert underscore you can do it at jamie eisner on twitter and then as always in the tdm premium discord if you are a tdm premium discord member in the takes on takes channel hope everybody has a great rest of their thursday we'll talk to you tomorrow thank you for listening to believe You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.